When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not done. It stands uh but it's Don. not. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Welcome, everyone, to ENN. On Tiwi. Ray Row. Brought to you by Jake's 58 Casino Hotel. Ring in the new year, Jake's 58 Casino Hotel. Win your share $50,000 cash prize wow. or a 2023 Audi. Learn more at jakes58.com. If gambling's a problem for you or someone you care about, call the 24 uh, hour toll free helpline at 877 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467-369. Uh, I'd like to start off tonight by saying good evening to Michael. As Missy would say, let's flip it and reverse it. And um, good evening to Don. I was in beast mode. And to Don again. I rewound like a gentleman. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I understood what you meant at the time. Good evening to myself. Now it's time for traffic with Brandon Scott. Brandy Scott. And she just jumps right in. Now, could that be less of a mistake and more of a kind of a clamped little you know gag reflex more of a physical mistake than a mental one how about uh, yeah, no, no, I think it was. i'm going to i'm going to say something outrageous before i even let peter say anything thank you i think it's a political statement why oh. would you do that when he's worked so hard <laughs> to actually swing it to, like to, to genghis khan level that's right well, you've I got him back just, to Bernie. i just helped him yeah that 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 would be helping well i guess the one. you know you, you swing in the pendulum back and forth he could be you know he, you know he he could be he could be on Fox News or be one of the Chicago Eight. Wow! For a little wow, look at Don. A little homework for you guys back home. That's very very deep. Um, can I make Gabby Hayes? Oh, uh, last let me say uh, good evening to broadcaster Brian Jones. Well, quote Michael K. The fallacy of the predetermined outcome. That's it. That was come on. That had to make your weekend. It did. I'm not going to lie. It was unbelievable. I even thanked him on Twitter. You did? Yeah, and he thanked me back. He said, oh, I've been a big fan for a long time. How does he consume the show? I don't know. Do you have any idea who he is? Yeah, Don? he's uh, he's an analyst on Fox. He's a- <laughs> <laughs> he played for Texas. He's very good. I Somebody I know actually DM'd me yesterday, said that he worked with him. He said he's, he, he's one of the nicest people he's ever worked with. Really? Yep. Well, it's a- weekly starting tomorrow, by the way. We should. There's yeah. a lot of quality football this weekend, by the way, college-wise. Oh, we're going to get there. Uh, Brian Keith Jones is an American sports radio and television host and a former American football linebacker. Played football at UCLA, transferred to Texas. Was drafted uh, by the Raiders in 1991 and played football for six seasons. There you go. My guy. And then he became a media guy, and here you are. Um, I, one last complaint about the... Uh, Commanders Giants game. Can I just have one fanboy comment, uh, Don? Why not? 
I know you might argue as a Giants fan that it wasn't pass interference, but how did they pick up that flag? I, I don't get flag picking up. They they call pass interference on Fabian Moreau. He clearly did make contact. The ref looking right at it through the flag. Right. They show a replay. Yeah, it wasn't the most egregious one I've ever seen by any means, but I just didn't understand you pick it up. Yeah, picking it up is strange, but you also got away with one in the fourth. Also didn't get away with the Richie James delay a game. Like they, they knocked him down. He was trying to get the ball to the line of scrimmage. That would have set him up oh, for a field goal. Well, and then the commanders lined up, I thought, in the neutral zone and they didn't call it. That was that made some the rounds on social media. Yeah, that was pretty obvious. I saw it the second it happened. Like, you just saw the lineup was messy. I'll tell you what, guys. This is going to be as meaningful and exciting a Giants-Commanders game as there has been in some time in two weeks. And it's been flexed. Flex. Guess what? I'm going. I'm going with you. You want to come down to Maryland, stay with the fam? I will, yeah. Can I stay with... uh... The parents? Of course. And and actually, Natalie can't go. So, you know, it would just be us. A little real guys trip on the road. Uh, did yeah. Natalie enjoy Art Basel? She did. She enjoyed Art Basel. She's happy to be home. But she did. A, she had a good weekend of networking and basling. Mm. Did um, did she see A-Rod? No, no. She, he, was out of, uh, he was out of the country. Yeah, she never mentioned seeing A-Rod. Should I be concerned about that? You think she's leaving something out? No, he wasn't there. She's telling the truth. All right, good. In that case, I'll let her let her go. Again, zero uh, to con- be concerned about. Thank you, Don. I know. Let's hear from Brian Dable about that Giants-Commies game. Um, are there any positives from a tie? No, you always like to win the game. There's some things we can do better, and that's what we'll try to do. Oh, can I answer for Coach Dable? Um, yeah, obviously there are positives for a tie. That's why I clearly played for a tie at the end of the game. Well, the positive of Matthias is not a loss. Right. right. But and, I, I thought Jonathan Vilma made a great point. It's like, like you feel as a player like you're, you're milling around. You don't know whether to celebrate or be upset. And that's exactly what the players were doing. Like, Dable just like wandered onto the field. <laughs> you don't know what to do. Let's, let's not forget Michael Kay had one of the all-time greatest quotes in show history. If you remember, Don, there may be no quote in history that I think of as often as Michael K talking about a tie. Ties like kissing your sister if she's hot. That was not a hot sister tie though, yesterday. But I don't think there's ever a hot sister tie. I don't think there's ever a hot sister. <laughs> you don't think there's ever been a guy who has a sister no. who's hot. No, unless uh, unless he was adopted if they were from different well, wombs. You, you, well, you, it doesn't mean you have to act on it. You could look at your no, sister no. and go, wow, no, she's it's not, hot. No, it's not possible. No, it's you're wrong. It's not possible you're to be wrong. attracted to your sister. And you might say she's she's a, she's attractive. I mean, obviously you look you're attractive. attracted to But her. no, you're never going to sit there and go, oh, my sister's hot. If, if that happens, go to the police station and just ask to be locked up. Because well, it's not going to end well. It's here's not, your life is not going to go in the direction you think. Here's now, the question. Yes. Here, sorry, Michael. Here's the question for yeah. you. That I, to try to represent what Don's saying there. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> My question for you is, you say a tie is like kissing your sister if she's hot. And by the way, that, that version we just played was like shortened. It, it, when it originally happened, you paused a second and then you went, <laughs> yes. if she's pause hot. pause was really important. I, it, I don't know what happened over the years. We've lost time on that drop. But... My, the, the question that I will ask on behalf of myself and Don, are you suggesting that there is a version of kissing your sister 
if she's not hot, that would be less enjoyable than kissing your sister if she is hot? Because I think the point is kissing your sister is just not what you want to do. No, it's not. But then why why is the saying a tie is like kissing your sister? Because a tie is not reprehensible. No. It's, so you're it's, saying somebody once thought that kissing your sister is, wasn't that it's okay. bad. It's a tie. No, you well, get everything sexual with you. Well, is it right? kissing sexual, you lunatic? No, no, not when it's your sister. That's the point. That's the point. But Don, how would you then explain the the quote? <laughs> you know, how does, what is what he's mean? saying is like, all right, let, let's say we had sisters. All right, and I invite you guys. I have a sister, and I invite you guys over for a Christmas party. And we're by the tree, and we're all going to take a picture. Right. Michael looks to his right, and all of a sudden, I'm making out with my sister. Okay? I'll call the cops. But if she was smoking, you'd be like, all right, well, I, I kind of forgive him. No, okay. I wouldn't. First of all, I'd call Dr. No, but, Freud. Well, but no, but no, no you're, you're going against your own point. I you're, was what, just, you're, what you're saying now makes perfect sense, but it's going I, opposite of what the drop says. Uh, but- I You're grading just, the level of disgust on how hot the sister is. You should be disgusted the, no matter what. That's the point. Because of the quote. Because as Peter was articulately saying, the fact that somebody once said a tie is like kissing your sister, well, the, a tie is not disgusting. So that's somebody the thought point, that is that, no, but it's okay to kiss your sister or your mom, all right? It's an affect, it's, a, it's a sign of affection. It's not sexual. You have to make everything sexual, you deviant. What it's saying is, is like <laughs> kissing your sister, meaning it's like a, it's, it's nothing. nothing. It doesn't it's do nothing. anything. It's, it, it doesn't float well, your boat. That's not true. A tie helped the Giants yesterday. It helped in, them in their tie. Overall, but in the Seattle moment, it's nothing to celebrate. Peter, it's, he is the most intelligent. Honestly, this is not a joke. Okay. I don't know a lot of smart people, so it's take it for what it's worth. He's the smartest person I know. Wow. He really is. But sometimes you just don't get it. Oh, I get it. <laughs> he doesn't get it. You don't get it. Oh, I, I understand so everything. I, I, to the level where I think you just don't, you're not fo- you don't follow. You get bored or you don't listen. Because you're obviously smart enough to understand what we're saying. Kissing your sister, it's nothing. It's vanilla. It's ah. That's this, what it means. Not that the, 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 her level of attractiveness does not change the mood of the kiss because it's your sister. Well, maybe the word "step" is left out. <laughs> well, then that's different. But that was left out. Maybe Let's, maybe it was edited out, Peter, in the in the moment of silence between the right. phrases. Yeah, that he added "step." Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and. Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Let's hear from Daniel Jones on the Giants. Is this going to be one of the cliche-ridden answers? Yeah, oh, let's count let's them. Let's have a bell. Yeah, maybe pull a bell up there, Anthony. Here's, um, uh, what's his name? Daniel Jones on the team deciding to punt on fourth and three in overtime. Yeah, I mean, I think those situations, you know, our coaches and, and uh, you know, he's got a group of uh, people who study those situations and, and make the best decision for us in the game situation. So I understand that. And, you know, we had a chance, got the ball back, had a chance to go down and, and kick it. So, yeah, I understand. Yeah, wow. he understands. 
No cliches, well, but no. But he well, said really nothing. He managed. Answer. He managed nothing to give no words. Actually, no words. I don't I think human like words. To, by the way, now join Team Don. <laughs> What's Team Don? Team Don. I, I now joined him. On what? Cuts are whack. <laughs> I'm telling you, we seventy five percent of the cuts we play are terrible. Is, is the equivalent of banging your head against your computer. And some of them are bad what sound do? too. What they're do we bad, do? They're bad sound. And bad words. Since everything is analyzed into a fine powder, how have we not lost this months ago? Let's 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 try this. Let's continue one more. <laughs> well, let's try one more. How about this? How about this? How about Garrett Wilson talking about Mike White? I mean, that boy's a dog, man, and uh, that boy a dog for real. He was out there controlling controlling the huddle and never letting the moment get too big, man. It's cool to see, you know, looking back on it now. It's cool to cool to think about. So, you know, I know that I go to work for that boy. He got something special about him. All right, so let me, if I can elaborate on what Garrett's saying. Mike White is a D-A-W-G. And he'd go to war with that D-A-W-G. Which means he thinks that Zach Wilson is a D-O-G. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. You nailed it, Michael. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Wow. Mike, you heard Steve Young say, of course. That, that has to be the motivation behind People did point out, though, that the wearing shirts of players has been a thing for this team a lot this year. It's, it's not the first time. Mike White, there was C.J. Uzama shirts. There, different yeah. people have had shirts worn. Would you agree it hits different when it's the quarterback? It, when it's the backup quarterback in particular. You know it, how it, I know that? Because when they wore the Uzama shirt, nobody paid attention, nobody tweeted it out, or, or they did, and they, nobody cared about it because what's the big deal? But when it's a quarterback... Fresh off of taking over for the number two pick overall. Sorry, um, it hits different. I wanted to name Butter D.O.G. Jody wouldn't let me. Why? Why did you want to do that? Because I think it's cute. Hey, come here, D.O.G. And D.O.G. D.O.G. Dog. It's it's cute. <laughs> uh, why, why wouldn't she let you? Because she was the boss with the dog. She's the one who has to pick up the poop and all that. I have nothing to do with the dog. I mean, with all, the dog loved me. I mean, with all due respect, though, I think D.O.G. is stupid. But, <laughs> but, but Bear is brilliant. But Butter, but I'm, I'm not that impressed with Butter. If she was going to veto you, I would have liked her yeah. to have brought something better. Because the color of the dog is the color of Butter. Uh, you, oh, you don't say. I mean, my friend Chauncey's dog is named Butter, too. Guess what? Same dog. Oh, it's golden? Yep. So there's Chauncey not a lot of imagination behind that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, Don. No imagination. There are countless butters, although there are countless bears, too. But my bear is different. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, really? And your fiance really went off the grid with Rocky. No dogs are named Rocky. But a, but a, Maltese, a tiny Maltese named Rocky does hit different. Don, you know what I'm saying, don't you? Rocky's a big, strong name on a tiny little dog. It's cute. Listen, nobody got a headache thinking of these names, okay? <laughs> the OG right. was clever. The OG's clever. I, yeah, but I, it's tra- clever. They, they might as well name the dog trying too hard, bro. No, I, I, I disagree. Long. I mean, it's, it's, it's clever. It's cute. Yeah, it's trying too hard. You could just call wow. the dog trying. Hey, come here, trying. Trying too hard, bro. <laughs> bear. How'd you come up with Bear? What a well, brilliant name. I didn't come up with Bear. It should be noted. Bear was the name he had when we adopted him, and I just kept it. Well, how old was he when he was adopted? Like six months. I think he could have changed his name. He wouldn't have known. Yeah, but he. I looked at him. I went, oh, Bear's cute. Mm, interesting. I think I nailed it. Um, let's, <laughs> let's hear from more audio, because I know Don's very into it. 
Uh, Jeff Passan. Oh, we love Passan audio. How did the Verlander deal with the Mets come about? It came together because Jacob deGrom went to the Texas Rangers and the New York Mets had a choice. They could piece together their rotation with some lesser starters or they could go to the guy who won the American League Cy Young Award last year. And it really aligns with what the Mets are looking at right now. This is a team with a two-year window to go win a championship. And that's not to suggest that after this two-year window is up, Steve Cohen, the owner, is not going to reload. He's going to. The Mets want to win titles. But right now, Max Scherzer under contract for a couple more years with Pete Alonso reaching free agency over the next couple of years. There's a short window for the Mets, this incarnation of the Mets, to go out and win a title. And there's not a much better way to do so than with Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander atop the rotation. Do you know what else came out over the weekend? Joel Sherman wrote the story. No. You know that um, Scherzer has an opt-out after next year? And you know he's going to because he'll be a relative young pup of 38. So he should get, what, a six-year deal at that point? I'll tell you what, man. There, when it comes to these other pitchers, there's a lot riding on Verlander's health this next year. I think Verlander will be fine. He missed two years with Tommy John surgery. So as Don said, it's kind of like he rejuvenated himself. Yeah. And, and, and maybe you're right. And if that's the case, I think this will it, it will bode well for people like Scherzer. But if Verlander gets here with all that money and immediately becomes his age... That that will have a negative impact for sure. It's a it's it's a crazy amount of money. I'm sorry. I, if I'm Aaron Judge, I'm looking around going, "How is this guy yeah, getting forty three million dollars?" But maybe maybe the worm will turn. You start to see these guys get hurt, and then the impact that you know player everyday players have, then they'll get a ton of money. But it's still it's a ridiculous ridiculous amount of money. Absurd. All this money is in these years. So really, everybody who gets upset. At the owners during collective bargaining, don't, don't get upset. Because, again, they'll climb over each other's backs to give the money away. They've already given away a billion dollars in contracts uh, in the first a day and a half of the winter meetings. And we still don't have judge right. signed. We still don't have most of the shortstop signed. It's going to be another billion. And they argue about pennies and taxes and stuff like that. Stop yourself. Well, listen, we're down to the final minute of ENN here. Don mentioned it earlier. Uh, we do have the college football playoff set uh, for December 31st. The early vehicle will be Michigan and TCU. How does TCU remain in the, the four after they lose in a championship game? How? Well, and the second game uh, will be Georgia and Ohio State. I said it last week. How dead sexy would a Michigan-Ohio State national championship be? Oh. It's on the table, Don. But but I, I like the fact what they did with TCU. They were undefeated. They lost in overtime with that okay. crazy overtime that they have. And right. what are you going to put an Alabama back in? You, USC, you know, the, the guy Alabama absolutely pulverized. you five times and beat them five times. No, but times. That, that's fine. But at least you want to have the games mean something leading into it. I think we all agree TCU doesn't stand a chance, but still well, you put USC in, got pulverized no. by Utah in the Pac-10 championship. Well, that will do it for ENN on this Monday, December 5th. See everybody, Ranger Hockey next. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.